Hello, my name's Tom from England, and you're listening to the Urban Palmcast with Luke Bins, never heard of him, and Abby Dowd from America. Let's have some fun, shall we? Boom shakalaka. Ooh, that's lovely. Okay, so this week's episode... <laughs> I was in trouble there, Abby. Not like you. So I'm opening this beer with a can opener? Yep. Just open it, you burk. What? I hate when you call me a burk. You think it's a normal one. We collect them here. Look I at this burk. I can't believe it's taking you three, almost it's three bottle openers. I'm showing you the bottle opener. Sometimes you're infuriating me. So this week's episode is facilitated by Alaskan Summer Kolsch Style Ale. Take a look at it. Very nice. I like the picture of Free Willy on the I front of it. I think several several reasons. Number one, summer in the Northern Hemisphere is coming to a rapid close. So I thought, better get the summer ale in while I still can. Yep. Wow. Yeah, this is really nice. It's nothing overpowering about it. Like, not too much, like, flavor, like, smack you in the face. But it's... Touch is very smooth, easy drinking... I mean, I'm about to get a six-pack of this and pop in Free Willy, I think. I think you'd like this. It's kind of subtle, but there's still some, like, a flavor. Yeah. On a four, on a five-star scale, I'd rate this. I don't know if I can give it the coveted four. Maybe, like, 3.75. Unfortunately, that's not an option on the website, so it'd have to be 3.5. Alaskan Summer Kolsch Style Ale. I don't know if you saw my latest 45-minute snap story, but my no, father actually. My father has procured a motorcycle. Oh no, I, I did see him on a motorbike. It was only the beginning of the story, and I was. And every time I see him do something, it just makes me want to meet him. My dad's not a man who would generally get in a car without a like a roof, aka a motorcycle or a convertible even. You going through a midlife crisis. No, so he was kind of dating this chick, and she rode motorcycles. Now she wasn't one of those like. Harley bitches that wore all leather and like had tattoos on her face. She just was like a nice lady who had a motorcycle. So Mark, my dad's very into cycling, road bike. He made the trip to Cincinnati and purchased a motorcycle. Color, lime green. What has he named it? Yes, it has a name. The Green Machine. The Green Machine, nice. I bet you're wondering what's the top speed that he's gone on this motorcycle. I don't know. I can't imagine him being a, you know... 55 miles per hour. (laughs) So he's going on and on about it. You know, he walks me through the bike, showing everything, turns it on so he can show me the horn. I'm like, do a lap around the block. He's like, no. I'm like, come on, do it for a snap story. He's like, fine. Pass me the helmet. Goes around the block. He gets passed by a minivan. Um, Susan ended up coming home because he was at our house. They got into an argument because he said she parked too close to the bike so he couldn't get out. I could probably lay down in the street with the amount of room that was between him and the in the car. Well, you know, um, steady and helmet. slow wins the race. He got this this helmet that when you put it on, you could like push this button and down come shades. Oh, that's awesome! It looks like he's trying to become like the outcast member of Daft Punk. That's amazing. It's funny because, as you know, much like yourself, my dad is the cheapest man on this side of the pond. I mean, yeah, so well, we could. We couldn't go an episode without you mentioning that, Miss well, Brugel. Over. I can also bring up how skinny you are, 
or are there several things I could bring up that are themes? So if you'd like me to continue, I will. Or as usual, I could keep going without you interrupting me. Pot calling the kettle black, maybe, but I'm going to press forward. Someone has to interrupt you, otherwise nothing gets done. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make America great again. for president. All right, Binzy boy, we haven't done the news in a while. What is happening? Kicking us off this week. Another brick in the wall. This week, reports are coming out of the UK that they might follow in the same footsteps and be bricking it just like the Americans and build a wall to keep the immigrants coming from Calais in our post-Brexit world. Sounds very familiar. Build that wall! Build that wall! And while we're on the subject of Donald Trump, he met the Mexican president in a bid to build bridges of friendship, not walls of, uh, hate. And we all remember what Donald said months ago. They are not our friend, believe me. When Mexico sends its people, they're not sending their best. They're bringing drugs, they're bringing crime, they're rapists. And now he's changed his tune. It's been a tremendous honor. And I called you a friend. Some of his supporters preferred his more harsher words. I'm hoping he's going to tell him we're going to build a wall, you're going to pay for it, you might as well bring your people back and get them busy. Some might take offense to this, some might build a wall. But he refrained in the meeting. The bond between our two countries is deep and sincere. What's Hillary been up to? I hear no white males ask. Well, this. As the polls tighten, is she choking under the pressure? Every time I think about Trump, I get allergic. Seemingly not for now. <laughs> Excuse me. So, Abby, uh, we're doing. We're talking this week about vice presidents or VPs, as they're. VP nods. Yes, we are. Um. So. I'm going to put my hand up. I don't know a great deal about the VP. That's why you've been hard at work doing the research. I've been on the research lately. Okay, so. Hit me. First, let's start on the right side of the aisle with the Republicans. They had their their convention first. It was announced first. Let's go there. Mike Pence, 57 years old, of Indiana. Just give you a little bit of background on the old Mike. Idolized Kennedy growing up and was actually a Democrat. Mm. All right, that's fine. Um, he started off as an attorney at a private practice law firm. Then, after two failed congressional bids, he did run for Congress, failed twice. He got into, like, you know, into higher politics by becoming the president of a think tank. Brought him to Washington. So from there, Luke, you know, maybe you could have a career in politics. Why? You may be asking. What do you and Mike have in common? He then... Got out of that and started a, uh, he hosted a talk radio show. Nice. Yeah, conservative talk radio show. He described himself as Rush Limbaugh on decaf. <laughs> so why is, <clears throat> why is Trump picked him? Why Pence? Why Pence? So first of all, he's kind of the antithesis of Donald Trump. He has a lot of political experience. 
um, a lot of involvement in policy issues, strong backing in right wing circles. So I think Donald Trump's maybe trying to balance himself out a little bit here with Mike. He actually initially backed Ted Cruz. Wow. But then once Trump got the nod, he he accepted him as his own. He switched legions like a rat off a ship. In this case, I think Rat is very accurate, yes. It is unclear whether or not he supports and believes in evolution. So there's that, in case you care about science. (laughs) Anybody who doesn't believe that needs to be questioned, especially in the highest office. So, that was a Republican VP. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But, who's in the blue corner? Let's leap over to the left side now. So, Tim Kaine, 58 years old, son of a welder, very middle class upbringing, um, son of a welder. Son of a welder. So Tim, uh, he is fluent in Spanish. He's given speeches on the floor in Spanish. One of the first people to do so. So he would be the first Spanish speaker um, to uh, claim the VP spot. His political career, another really interesting thing. You know, he is one of only 30 people in American history to have served as mayor, governor, and United States senator. Well, so he's done it all. He knows about local politics, state politics, and, you know, uh, national politics. Yeah. So uh, also, in case you want to know something else interesting, in 2008, he actually backed President Obama and was maybe going to be a p- potential VP pick for him. So you can see a kind of trend here that they've picked kind of, uh, both sides have picked kind of, Opposing, now, opposing kind of powers and thoughts and different ideals to kind of maybe balance, give a bit of balance in the in the party, maybe. So why Tim Kaine? He's been described as likable but less charismatic. So not a firecracker, this one. But he's just there in the, the background, fire. Doing what needs to be. He's there. not gonna light up the sky, but he will keep the room burning bright and keep you warm. One thing I wanted to ask: um, How important do you think VPs are? So this is something that I ran into a lot when I was looking at this. How important are VPs? I, are they influential? I, I, I mean, certainly to a degree, but especially in this election, I don't know how important they are because the the people running, they're either so hot or so cold for people. Well, maybe, maybe that's the idea. They don't want someone that's too, that's going to take over the attention too much. Have you ever heard of Mike Pence? Have you ever heard of Tim Kaine? Unless you're from their respective states, or you well, maybe follow. Probably not. I'd probably not more on Mike Pence as a neutral from England just because of Trump. So. Exactly, but I mean prior to this. And also, he has so, a funny name, like um, like he should be in Sherlock Holmes or something like a. On the case. Mike Pence at your service, Detective Pence. Ugh. So I don't know. We shall see in terms of the VPs, but again, um, second in command. So. Important, we'll see. Life is full of sidekicks. Batman had Robin, Sherlock Holmes had Dr. Watson, Harry Potter had Ron and Hermione. The list is endless. Well, the same is true with the presidential election. This week, we look at the vice presidential nominees. Okay, here we are. This week's topic, vice presidential picks. On to our next interviewee, hello. Hello. And do you know who their vice presidential picks are? Um, Pence. And I do not know Hillary Clinton. No one seems to know Tim Kaine. Okay. Do you know who their vice presidential picks are? I don't know who's running with Hillary. That uh, Pence guy. 
Everyone seems to know Mike Pence. What, what, how do you know him? Heard his name on the radio. You sound very informed. Thank you. And on to the next interview. Hello? Hey. All right, we're moving forward with vice presidential candidates right now. Do you know who are the vice presidential nominees? One. Mike Pence. Do you happen to know the other one? I'll take that as a no. <laughs> Do you know who the vice presidential nominees are? Uh, Pence and... <laughs> no, I don't know, actually. Okay. No, no, I just don't know. Nobody really knows about their vice presidential picks. Hell, people don't even seem to know what the vice president does. I don't know what this really says about um, our voter IQ. Everyone knows the superhero. But damn it, the sidekick's important too! It's time to play. What's that noise? Alright, Susan Coons. Good with the artwork. Let's see if she's good with the years. From my personal experience with her, the answer is no. True. I, uh, <laughs> from, from one artist to another, you know, I like my paints, so. <laughs> Respect. Okay, okay. I'm just gonna move that here. It's not a visual game, it's an audio game. Oh, is it? Right, okay. Guys, you've got one task and one task only. We're down. Right, so you've got one task is to tell me, what's that noise? Sounds like an orange, but I know you've already done that. Do it again. Maybe there's a potato. Big as a hacky sack, but heavier. Oh, Susan. Very visual description. Remember, it's an audio game, not a visual game. Well, I'm a very visual person, which is maybe why I'm bad at this very audio game. It's true. You are very bad at this game. Now let's have one more attempt. <laughs> okay. Maybe it's a rubber. Like a rubber. No, he, like... Did you hear that guess from Susan Kitts, my stepfather? Go on, Susan. It's a plastic bottle of soap. A plastic bottle of soda? Soap. soap. Maybe it's a bar of soap. A bar of soap. Is that your final answer? Ladies. No, plastic. Dishwasher. Soap could be it. No, I think it's not a kind of plastic. It's a bottle, kind of, right? We think it's a bottle of dishwashing detergent. Hmm, that is that is a very outlandish choice. Um, do you wash your dishes in England or what? Of course I do. I've got a dishwasher. Not everyone has that luxury. Well, <laughs> I do. <laughs> so I can reveal that <sighs> Not it common. was a Satsuma. A what? A what? It's not an orange. It's like, a, it's like I think like a cutie. No, what are those one things? The tangerines. Tangerine. It's like a tangerine, but it's not. It's a Satsuma. I just need to keep going with my gut. I keep playing this game, and I just deny myself. Satsuma, that guy's very tasty. I might have, I might eat the the uh, I might eat the victory there. Is Re- it in the orange family? Yes. Uh, yeah, like a like, tangerine. A bit like a clementine. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tangerine, yeah. that kind of. Well, you can have that. I'll settle in with my Alaskan summer Kolsch style ale. So you can try that. I'm one. gonna uh, feast on the yeah, the fruits of victory, literally. Oh, you oh, washed down the, yeah, the beer. Something else. Very fatty for your very fatty frame. Keep playing. Thanks. All right, Gumby. Thanks again for another fun evening. Thanks for playing, Susan. And uh, I'll be, well, yeah, thanks. <laughs>
<laughs> All right, I'm Abby. And I'm Luke. For more information, visit urbanpalmcast.com. This